Welcome to Breaking Free. Yeah, this is MA. This month we've been talking about the topic real but fears. Uh, yeah, it's a very, very strong one. And um, it's more into uh, ministry, um, talking about the call to serve, talking about the call to salvation, yeah, which uh, many of you might be familiar with. This is going to be an eye opener for you all and even for us, the speakers. And I trust God for what God is going to do through this one. Stay blessed. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Free. Um, it's been an exciting journey so far. Um, even as we wrap up the month of October, we're wrapping up the teaching on uh, the topic that titles Royal but Fears. But this does not mean that we we'll stop dwelling or hearing from God. It just means that we are going to a different level of fellowship and intimacy with God. Um, so today is another episode where, whereby we are talking on a subtopic titled uh, consistency in service, right? Aside that, we have a good news that we also want to share with our dear listeners. Uh, but, be- right? but before then, I want to introduce some special people that I've been doing this week. Um, we are pretty sure, I'm very much sure that we are very, very familiar with them, but I'm just going to go ahead and introduce them so that all protocols are duly observed. Uh, first up, I just want to say hi to Mr. Shagun. Hi, Mr. Shagun. Yeah, good nice evening, sir. Nice to be here again. Good evening, Hermie. Good evening, Mr. T. I celebrate you all. Mm-hmm. Also with me as a co-host, um, is Mr. Tolu, Councillor T. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Mr. Vic. Good evening, Emmy. Good evening, Mr. Shedman. Hope you all had a good day. Yes, so it was never extended to better. Uh, and last but not the least, our president, the First Lady. How are you doing, Emmy? I'm always going to put you on the spot, but I better start getting used to it. How are you doing, Emmy? Okay, I'm doing very well, sir. Our HOD. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> yeah, so you should get used to that too. Uh, please spare me, please. Okay. So good evening, okay. everyone. It's um, great to be here once again. Thank God for what he has been doing in our midst. And um, I believe that as he has been doing, he's even going to do more today to the glory of his name, in Jesus' name. Um, so today for us is a special day as I don't know if I'm allowed to let the cat out of the bag. I mean, should I announce? Can I announce it now? Or should I wait for you to do that? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. So yes, today, it's a, like I said, it's a very special day for us. And this is the reason why, right? Um, 
practically we are celebrating our five years anniversary. So it's been five years that God has been um, doing wonders with ERC, not just the podcast. There's different arms to ERC, um, and for five years, God has been doing wonders through us, right? Um, so yeah. So as I just talking about our subtopic today, uh, we also get an opportunity to um, talk about the journey so far with ERC. Um, before. Before any further ado, I just want us to just um, say a short prayer to welcome the Holy Spirit in our midst. As we know, this gathering is not a social gathering. And it has nothing to do with the devil's work or God's work. So we need to invite the Holy Spirit to take charge because he's the author and the directioner of today's session. So um, I'm just going to nominate counselor T to just help us with prayers. Just pray for us. Commit to this session to God's hands. And ask for the direction of the Holy Spirit into this session. Alright. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your amazing power and work in our lives. We thank you for the goodness and for your blessings over us. Thank you for being able to bring out hope through the toughest of times. Thank you for strengthening us for your purposes. Thank you for your great love and care. Thank you for mercy and grace. Thank you that you that you will never leave us standard. Thank you, Lord, for the incredible sacrifice that you made so that we can have freedom and life. Forgive us for all our sins and trespasses. Help us to set our eyes and our hearts on you afresh. Renew our spirit, renew our mind, keep ourselves, keep our focus straight. Fill us with peace and joy. And whatever it is we may be saying tonight, let it go through and direct to the mind of our listeners. Let it be impactful. Let it work for a greater good. We give you praise. We adore you. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayers. In Jesus' name, I'm afraid. Amen. Thank you very much. So, for today's session, right? Um, it's going to be sort of split into two. Firstly, um, to discuss our subtopic, which is consistency in service. And the second part is going to be where we know the journey so far with ERC, where we're going to be asking Emmy some questions so she can tell us how the journey has been so far in the last five years. Uh, so, for today's session, Emily is also the one that will be driving it. So you have the floor and please just um, carry on for now. Okay. Thank you very much, Vic. Thank you, everyone. All right. Um, I just want I just want to give thanks to God. Um, I want to give him all praise and adoration because he alone is the doer and um, there is no journey without God and all the way it's been him in fact there is no much I can say really because you know there's one thing for you to begin something and it's another thing for you to to keep on moving see 
it's very easy for a person to say um yes lord i obey i'm starting off this journey okay but um yeah, the yorubas will say something that um the starter the starter is not is not the main person but the person that um goes through it up to the very end even right but then moving with god and um being consistent is not a thing that a man can do it's not a thing that any man can do just like the bible will say that um the race is not for the swift it's not it's not for a person that says that okay I can run this far. There is this and that I can do. But it is God himself that gives the strength. It is God himself who helps a man who helps a man to get to wherever he wants him to get to. Just like he told Abraham, go to a place where I'll be showing you. He did not even know where he was going to. He only obeyed and he followed God. So journeying with God is not is not a thing that a person can say that he's able to do but God himself is the one God himself is the author is the finisher is the starter and is the one that will take you to the destination that he wants you to get to so consistency for me when it comes to to work with God has to do with you trusting God I did not even I didn't um I didn't I didn't sit down to pen anything down because actually I really there's nothing to pen down because if I sit if I sit here and I tell you that um uh, this and this and this is what I've done I would just be telling you a lie there is no pre-planning anywhere but God himself is the giver is the one who gives the strength at time is the word who gives the word at time i've learned to trust god i've learned to look to him for everything i need when i need word i've learned to look to him. i've learned to look to him for instruction is the master is the master planner is the driver my own is just to listen to what he has to say and to go ahead and do it because he chose me he brought me out of nothing He chose me even though he knew that I was not capable but he brought me to work for him why because he knows that he is the capable one and he knows that he himself is the one who is going to do the work you only need the vessel so when you trust god when god gives you an assignment when you trust god when you throw yourself on him he will lead you he won't leave you stranded god never abandons his own if he calls you to do a thing it won't leave you and that is why you always need to remember that you are not the one in charge it is god that is in charge is the one that gives you what don't run ahead of him listen for his voice pay attention to what he's saying seek if his face is the one who has called you don't go ahead doing it as if you are the one that has the assignment don't go ahead doing it as if you are the one who can do it don't go ahead doing it as if you are the one who is in control look to god part time when you come across challenges or problem go to god i've always told people that i would rather go before god and break down and cry very well why because he is my father i can't hide from him 
how can I hide from him? If I hide from him, then who do I want to go to? I'd rather go to God with my mess and say, God, this is it. Because I know that he's the only one who is able to teach me. He's the only one who is able to make me better. The Bible says in the book of John 15, that a branch that is fruitful, it will prune, it will weed out the debris from it and make the branch better. Why? Because God will never put his own name to shame. He will never soil his own name. If God has called you, he will back you up. But just like we are told in that same book of John 15, that he is divine. We are just the branch. You need to remember that you cannot survive on your own. There is no you in the journey. It is God. It is God all the way. So you need to remember that the source that you need is God. He is divine. You are only an attachment. You are only attached to him. Look to God. Look to God part time. Trust him for what to do. Go to him. Go to the giver. Go to the sender. The one who has sent you. And look for him. Look for him. In all that you are doing. Listen for his voice. In all that you are doing. God, what are you saying to me? Ask him. Go to If you decide that you can run the race on your own. Well, uh, I, I, I feel the person would soon get stranded on the way. Because you are not sufficient. You are not sufficient to do it on your own. But God alone is the all-sufficient. God alone is the helper. There's one thing I do say. It takes God to serve God. So when God has called you to serve him, it's not because he knows that you are able to, but because he himself is able to help you to serve him. So in everything, you are meant to look towards him. You are meant to look towards him and ask him to help him. There's one prayer that that everybody would always say, when he wants to pray, we just say, God, help me. Father, help me. And it's a very important prayer. It's one thing I've learned several times when I don't even have, I don't know what to say. And um, I don't even know what prayer to pray. I just look towards God and say, help me. Because you are going to meet a lot while joining. You're going to meet a lot. That is why you see many, many Christians today. You see many men of God today. On the way, they stop and they say they are tired. They can't go any further. Why? Because... It takes God to serve God indeed. It takes God. If you don't have God's backing, you can't do anything on your own. And you have to remember that. You have to remember that every step of the way. You have to remember that that God alone is the helper. He's the one that can help you. So you should always remember in what you're doing that God is the one that has given the assignment and is the one who can sustain you. You cannot move on without him. You can't, you can't get anywhere without God. You cannot please God without his help. You can't please God without his help. It takes the help of God for any man to please him indeed. So I'm going to take a pause here. Thank you very much, Rick. Thank you, man. Thank you. And I would like to say this, that the person that has called you to do his work, he has called you for a purpose. He has the blueprint for your life. He has the direction. He has the manual for your life. So instead of having to do things yourself, right, it, it only makes sense to 
go back to the creator right and ask for direction i remember when in the bible when um david came back and he realized that the enemies had come to his household and they had taken his wife and they had taken uh, most of their properties and everything their children their wives and they, they went away with it and at that point he was very devastated right this was someone that that god had called that god was using to do miracle and the devil just sneaking and and just made away with um things that with with family members with his wives and all of that and at some point he his followers right wanted to stone him right in that downtime instead of him to feel bad about himself or even try to do things in, in his own way right he decided to seek god's face and ask god for direction what 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 that by passage teaches me is that in all situations, always ask God for um, a direction. Because in any situation you find yourself, God has his own purpose. There's a reason why you're in a, in a particular situation in your life. God wants to use that situation to either answer your prayer or to reveal something to you or to do or to do something that pertains to your life or even someone's life. There's always a purpose for every single thing um, or every single situation you find yourself, God is that detailed. He is that detailed, right? And if you try to do it yourself, you try to so that you receive what you do, or try to do, bring that you're like Superman and everything, and you try to do it yourself, you end up crash landing, right? So we should we should cultivate that habit as workers in the vineyard, right? To always consistently go back to God to seek God's faith and because God is not stagnant right he might he might he might be saying something today right and tomorrow he's saying it without different thing and that's because he's not stagnant he's not he's not a static God right most most um a lot of let me not say most I'll, I'll let me say a lot of workers in the barrier today right they are working in the vineyard based on the message that they received from god 20 years ago based on that that's that's what they're still using to or it's 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 that um word that they heard from god 20 years ago that they're still using to run their life till now they they the what's the word? They, they haven't gone back to connect to our God. Oh, this work that you've given me, what is the next step? What is the next direction? What path should I follow? Just that last word that God gave to them, just guess what they're still holding on to they are running. And in God's mind, God is saying, I've already left that post. Why are you still here? You're supposed to be in Jerusalem, not, not still in Egypt. What are you still doing here? And so as believers, right? In our work with God, for us to be consistent in our work with God, we need to continually seek God's face. And that's my own bit. Uh, Mr. Tolu, do you have something to share? Uh, well, uh, the, the, the topic is very, very self explanatory, anyways. But then, uh, yeah, before I, before I continue, I was I was quite surprised that Emmy didn't start with his song tonight. Uh, so, <laughs> True. So um 
Really, the world speaks for itself. Consistency, doing something, you know, constantly over a long period of time. Of course, God who has called you for, for has a purpose for you. But then, even a car, you know, that works automatically, sometimes needs refueling, needs the engine serviced, which means that you cannot just be consistent if you are maintaining the same pace. You have to change it at some point, which means that you have to, you should get new contents. You should work with new things. And then you should understand that servitude goes a long way because you cannot just say you are doing this particular thing. You should, you should expand your wings. You know, you should just uh, not focus on one particular thing. You should not just stay in a place because, you know, what was, um, let me use the word, let me use this word, let me borrow this word. What was, what was the, 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 the main deal in 1990? It's not what is the main deal now in uh, 2021. So you can imagine that the kind of tool you use in evangelizing as at that time it's not the same one you probably use now and then the mediums at the same time you know you can't compare for instance technology has come over has taken over you can't expect the same person with that mentality of 20 something years ago now to deal in this in this particular generation we, we, we work in a generation where you know you are exposed to so much social media for instance and a lot of things that people do and you don't expect the way you talk to a gen z you know, you don't want you don't expect them to um, to cooperate the same way a man who was raised uh, at a different millennium to respond. So you need to understand that you have to constantly develop, and that's why when you work in organizations, there's 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 practical examples now. That's why when you work in organizations, you are expected to grow. You're not expected to stay there. You know. We, live in, we used to be in a world where everything was analog, but now everything is digitalized. So what are you doing to improve yourself? So consistency for me, has to go, it goes a long way. Apart from the fact that you have to stay consistent, you have to stay, keep doing what you are doing, you have to also find new ways to develop, you know, to do new things. So that, that's, that's my own take, sir. Thank you very much. Um, Mr. Shadwin, please watch this. Do you have any contribution to this? I'll say just one word, and the word is there is no merry-go-rounding around whatsoever the Lord has said to you. There is no diplomacy or gimmicks about it. What it says, do it. Instruction has only one response, obedience. And in our journey with God, in staying consistent, you need to keep hearing instructions. Knowing the purpose is not enough. Staying with the plan is very core with God. So in our normal day-to-day activity, you hear words like, the hand justifies the means. That's not the same with God. In God, the means is as important as the hand. God bless you. Thank you very much. Um, so, I think this is the point where we start asking Emma about um, the journey of ERC. Is 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 not? I, I wouldn't say it's coincidental that our topic today is consistency with the words, right? It's been five years of consistent service. Um, how has it been so far, Emma? How has the journey been so far? five years of giving your time of making sacrifices of getting people on board of leading the team of of working with god of hearing from god of doing his writing his 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 words 
How has it been? I've been inspired by God. Five years. What is the testimony for you? Well, okay. I, I think um, I was going to laugh, but I just tried to contain it. Okay. Um, well, just like I said earlier on, if you ask me, I would just say that um, even to me myself, it's 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 um, a wonder. You know, someone said something to me recently, and um, we saw one of our works, and he just dropped a comment, and he said um, another way for um, anything is consistency. Okay, and you know, there's several words that people just um, you know throw around. And the rest, and every time I just, I just say glory to God, and I just, I just, um, when when those words come, all I can say, really and indeed, is that it's been God. You know, we expanded and we became um, an organization this year, okay? So that means um, people came on board this year. So meaning that for the past four years, okay, it's it's been um, it's been a singular person, just God, okay? Because it's in fact I, I i really don't know what to say that's just what i can tell you i don't know what to say if you ask me really i don't know what to say because it's not it's not a thing i can start sitting down and start writing anything down and saying this and this and this or whatever it's just been good like i said we started just as a blog okay just okay, as a just blog as and as at that time you know at that time, it was a different ball game, okay? Because the whole thing was still new to me. Uh, I, like I said, I've always, I've always, um, you know, received words from God. But this time around, it was now, you know, receiving God. A, I say then it was not a daily thing, okay? It was like maybe two, twice in a week or thereabouts and the rest. But then receiving words not for yourself now. For, for what you're doing it's it's a different thing entirely it's a different thing and then as at that time i mean trusting god trusting god that okay it is indeed god who has spoken believing yourself first that okay god said this to me and trusting god that okay it is indeed it is indeed his word it's a di- different thing all entirely but i would say that i i i learned on it i just learned to trust god I just tend to believe that God said this. I would pray and say, okay, Father, um, I believe you, okay? I'll keep praying, keep praying, and you'll give me clarity. And one thing that God has blessed me with on the journey, you know, you know, um, we have, um, I would say, three, we have five schools. I'll call it uh, schools or uh, me. We have prophets, we have teachers, right? We have evangelists. We have pastors. We have um, apostles, Okay. Um, one one thing that one thing that has helped me, one gift that has that helped me, okay, has been has been the gift of seeing. Okay, so apart from me receiving from God, God reveals things to me, and it, it would always come to pass. Okay, and that's that's one of the things that has helped sharpen my um my my hearing from God. Like for example, when God told us to expand this year, and I prayed about it. I prayed. I went to my um spiritual father okay i was like i don't know what to do i didn't even want to take it i didn't want to do it why because um i knew it was going to be a whole lot as i then you know we had the of course in the third year or thereabouts we, we, we already had the intercessory arm 
this year, early this year, we started the podcasting. Um, okay, but when God was telling me to expand, I never thought of it. I never thought we we're going to expand. There were people who started organization as at that time, okay, that you know, started as an organization, but I said as a one man thing. But what God told me was not an organization at the very beginning, He only told me to begin writing. I had released a book as at that time, okay, but He told me to begin uh, writing as an uh, blogging then, okay. So I was really surprised, but I, I I went for counsel and I was told that God was going to give me the backing I needed. And then I started praying on it because at the beginning, I didn't want it. Okay. I, I wasn't ready for it. So I, I went to God, I started praying and at that time, God opened my eyes to see. And when God opens my eyes to see, my eyes to see he shows me repeatedly. So, so there's always a, a, a continuity when I pray and it shows me when I, 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 I pray again, it shows me more. Okay, and so that has helped. That has helped um, um, sharpen me in in the in in the aspect of trusting God, knowing that it is indeed God that is speaking to me outside the areas, even my personal life and other areas. It could be um, somebody close to me or something. God would always do things to me, and the rest and it will definitely come to pass and all that. So I would say it's been the blessings of of um, the gifts of the Holy Spirit that has helped me on the journey. For example, now receiving topics from God. God would always give me topics right on the spot, okay? Like uh, maybe a night before the new month or something, I pray and Lord will release so many topics all at once. And one thing that really surprises me is how the whole topics comes to, you know, blend together and it becomes beautiful all along. It's a journey of trust because sometimes when God gives you a topic, it might be weird and you're wondering, okay, God, this topic, you know, but eventually it is... God will give the word, and you know that this is God, because no man could have sat down to write all of these things together. I mean, now, now I'm talking about um, something for for the organization. It is God. So that's why when I keep saying that I can't explain, it is beyond me. It's beyond me. You should take me out of it, because it is God. It has been God all the way. So that's what I can say. Vic. It has been the journey. I can't even. There's a, a a whole lot to say because I'm talking about something of five years. There's a whole lot to say, but I would just summarize it because, um, so that we can move to something else. But what I would just say in summary is, if you if you talk about ERC, it is God. It is not. It is not me in any way. It is just God. That's all I can say. Okay, ERC, ERC. Thank you so much. What's the full meaning of ERC and what's the brain behind ERC? When you think about ERC, what does ERC set out to achieve? Okay, um, I believe um, in the team we should know what ERC means. Okay, but for the benefit of the listeners, we know that um, ERC is Enito, Enito Recreation. That is our tagline. Okay, Recreation Christian Organization. So we coined ERC from that, and. Um, when you say the brain behind ERC, I hope I answered your first question. Okay. Um, the brain behind ERC is God. Like I said earlier, it's God. Okay. It's God. And, um, any, the word any, is different from the normal any, the Yoruba name, the word any, from the spelling, you will see that there are two eyes there because it's a name. It's a name given by God and it means any, that is our religion written by God. That is the full meaning of the Enito in ERC. And um, your third question, what was your third question, please? What okay, so what's my mind? What it comes out? Well, we have um, we have a vision, okay? And um, 
which is which is written down, of course. But the summary of our vision is Ra from the word Yehovah. Ra. Ra means shepherd. Okay, but the spelling of our own Ra is quite different. And um, the Ra is R A R H, meaning to reach, to make ourselves available, to reach the world, to make ourselves available. The next R is to raise, to raise people. Okay, for God, to raise people for God. The last H is to make heard the gospel of Christ. That is after raising people. To make heard the gospel of Christ. We are raising people. At the long run, what we hope to achieve is to make heard the gospel of Christ all over the world. And um, I believe God is taking us there. That's great. Thank you. Word is yes. You know, consistent, fantastic. Like to my job. So can I ask one of the one one of the uh, can I ask a question? Uh, yes, please go ahead. Okay, I was I was about to ask how was the experience so far, but I realized you've answered that um from my from what I asked initially. Um, so yes, for years now that we've done five years, right? Um, are there any tentative plans for ERC, or like what's the plan for? Or what's like the next step for ERC in terms of growth and development? Okay. Well, it's a question I would not answer right now because, um, well, early in October, the Lord gave me a new assignment for ERC. And um, like I said, I won't be disclosing this because it is yet to be disclosed to the team. And um, so the Lord said some things to me. Okay, which I would be discussing with the team in our next planning meeting that we'll be having this Saturday by the grace of God. Okay, so I cannot give this on air right now because it is yet to be disclosed to the team. And um, I'm still praying to God concerning mm. it, but God has given the next assignment. I'm waiting on God for it. So this information can be let out now. Okay, no problem. Um, any other question? Any more questions? The question for me, yeah. Um... Yes, I know it's been it's been God and all things, but uh, I'm sure that at some point there were challenges, there were difficult times, which is very normal these days. So, how were you able to uh, move through the difficult times, Amy? Uh, yeah. Okay, you know that um, every I think the, the the challenge. Okay, let me let me start with um, before we became an organization. Okay. Well, there was a lot of challenges. Let me not lie to you. A lot of challenges. A lot. So many challenges, okay? Um, there was a financial aspect. Now, I have I have data like water by the grace of God, okay? Because um, uh, outside the RC, my, my normal job is, a, a, is, is um, we work remotely. So, uh, I have two jobs. I, I work virtually mostly, okay? and um running um an online course so the rest a virtual study so I, I mean the data part is always surplus now by the grace of god but as then okay it was a lot of work because um there were some there were some you know some graphics were always heavy and the rest and you will need data so there were times when i would get stranded okay there were times when when um i i didn't i didn't have the money on me but then, God would always provide, okay? God would always provide. I can't remember how exactly, I mean, as of now, I can't remember how, 
but God would always provide. Okay. And well, any other challenge? Uh, well, I can't, I can't remember much right now. But of course, I know that there have been challenges. But at every step of the way, whenever there was a problem, I would go to the sender, go back to him and pray about it. And it would definitely help, send help to me. Right. And um, of course, um, after we became an organization, it, it, the, the challenge would become more. Okay. Because now we have people in the team. We have different people in the team. So, um, I mean, managing a team, is it, it takes a lot of work. It takes God himself to lead because um, it's a whole lot of trust. Right. But then, just like I've said, God is still the one doing it. So when I have a challenge, I go back to God and I ask Him for direction. So that's what I will see on that. Totally. Okay. Yeah. One last question for me, Amy. Now, I personally, I've noticed that um, you are quite busy, you know, with the work and everything. And um, I'm sure I always, you know, find time to say one or two things to you. I, I want to know how you manage to undo personal relationships who are around you as well because if your work is taking today at my, at my office you know in my office we, we discuss about uh, mental stability especially in times in this post-covid era and um, considering the kind of um, work you have to do how do you manage personal relationship having to do so much work on your own well okay i would okay let me let me first um 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 share a little story so initially before i i started um the new job i have at me which is a, a, a i work with a project-based firm okay so we work as a third partner to um lstf which is a legal state arm and um some international bodies like undp um giz um, usadf and the rest okay so our work is impact based okay so um mainly we 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 work with youth in legal states training them that is what we do okay and um, my role there is a, is a whole lot is a whole lot okay but before that time i remember initially i've done I, I've, I've, I've done many jobs in the past okay and my job had always been with with uh, either working with maybe a ceo or something as maybe a pa or something i've worked in a laboratory because i have i, I have uh, a background in lab sciences, you know, before I went to the medical line and started having uh, certifications in, in therapy and the rest, okay? So, as I then, ERC had started too, but God was helping me with it, you know, he was helping me with it, okay? But one challenge I had uh, was, I think, was last year when I I wanted to, um, okay, so I was practicing therapy, I wanted to open up my own place, right? And, of course, that was, that was a whole lot, that was a whole lot on me, but then, on on the way i went to god before i i wanted to step to set up and you know get things doing and the rest but i went to god and god god changed my direction he gave me a clear direction on what he wanted wanted for me okay and i prayed i went back to god i asked him for a training job okay a job that would be flexible enough to accommodate what i'm doing okay and so i would say that if god leads you he makes everything work together for your good if god has given you an assignment and i've always known that my my i i've always known that what god wants for me is impact i've known from the very beginning that it is impact okay so when you know your purpose you need to go back to god and let him lead you every step of the way he leads you so if you don't have the leading of god if you don't listen for what part time one thing i do i tell people that um 
I run my life on God. Or I'd rather say God runs my life, okay? So if I say, you, so you, they will say your deci- the decision is in your hand. You know what you want to do. But everything for me, whether it is an aspect of school or, or any other thing, whether marriage, whether job, whatever, I run my life on God. So meaning that before I take any step, before I even take any step, I go to God and He leads me. What He says I should do is what I do. Even, even if I need to wait on Him for it. Whatever He leads me to do is what I do. I listen for instruction. That is the way I do it. I wouldn't take any decision on my own. People people know me very well. Even at home and the rest, before I make any decision, God has to, even if it means that I need to wait, well, I mean, why my, my colleague, why the rest should go ahead? I don't care about it. I trust God because I know that I was born with a purpose. I have a purpose to fulfill. And if I want to, if I want to live a fulfilled life, because there's a difference between a person who has a calling and a person who might not have a calling. Okay, so if you have a calling, everything in your life has to be led by God. If you don't trust God, you don't listen to God for instruction part time, you might end up merry go rounding. And um, the, the, the way where if you're supposed to run, you might end up crawling because you are not listening to God for instructions. So that is why I, I that is the way I lead. So eventually, because I keep going back to God, because I keep trusting God for leading. Every aspect of my life is blending together such that nothing is disturbing anything. People would ask me, they would say, slow down, take a break. You, you're tired, you're stressed. Yes, I know. I know that. I know what I've been called for. But then God has been the one helping me. That is what I would say to you, Tony. Okay. Thank you. Over to you. Um, so far, I just want to thank God for the journey that He has He has brought us through. Right, it's been five years of journey with God. Um, believe me, to 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 embark on a journey like this is not easy. I can tell you for free, it's never easy. And also, now getting people to buy into your vision, I feel like that's one of the hardest things, especially when it comes to ministry. And so far, God has been faithful um, to Amy. God has been by her side. God has been protecting her. God has made provisions where there is need for provisions. Um, and on, the, on that note, I just want Amy um, to just use like a minute just to sing a song for God, to thank him for all that he has done so far for the five years anniversary. Just sing like a special song, a sweet song, a sweet song just to appreciate God for his goodness and for his blessings. I mean, just one song. Well, there's been a a song I'm playing on my mind like almost all day, which I I was still singing before we started the podcast. I just didn't sing, (laughs) you know, because, um, you know, sometimes I, you know, might put that away maybe because of time or the rest. Um, But the song, I don't know it all. But then it's been playing on my mind and I've not been able to remove the song from my heart. Okay. Um, the song says, What can't you do? What can't you do? Nothing is possible. Nothing is impossible. What can't you do? I don't know the song. Okay. So I'm just going to try my, if you know, you can sing along with me, please. What can you do? Nothing impossible. Nothing impossible. 
You, you do not lie, you do not feel. Nothing is hard for you to do. Nothing exists, though. Nothing exists, though. It can never, never exist, You do not lie, you do not feel. What is hard for you to do? It doesn't exist, though. It can never, never exist, though. Okay, so I'm just gonna stop there because the song has been played in my mind, but I don't know it all. But that's the song that has been playing in my yeah. mind repeatedly, like today. So <laughs> I might not know how to sing the song well, but I just gotta remove it from my spirit because it's been playing non-stop. Okay, it's been playing non-stop in me, right? So um, I, I believe I've tried to sing the song. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, on that note, I'm just going to say good night. Do have a wonderful night, rest, And please continue praying for the ERC family that what God has started, they will complete. That at the end of the day, this, this heavenly race that we're all running together, we shall not miss out of it in Jesus' name. Because everything we're doing, everything we're doing is to recruit people for God is to put members for the kingdom of heaven and if we're not fulfilling purpose believe me all our efforts is void so just pray for us we post our our podcast share our content at the end of the day this is just for the kingdom of heaven thank you very much God bless you and we strongly believe that God will continue to use ERC to do great things Amen. thank you and good night Thank you all. Good night. Good night, everyone. Can never ever exist. Oh.